She's a maniac, a maniac on the floor. And she's dancing like she's never danced before. Dance before. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Stu and Al pod with him, Stu. And me, Al. Stu, if you, um, that song, I, I, for some reason that song was in my head the other day. She's a maniac, a maniac on the floor. And she's dancing like she's never danced before. She must look insane. Uh, well, yeah, how does a maniac dance? Well, also, she's dancing like she's never danced before. So what well, was that? no rehearsals gone into this then. It's just straight up winging it. Yeah, they must have stopped the gig and gone, excuse me, are you all right? He seems to be having some sort of seizure or something. But, uh, you know, there we go. Man. I just uh, that song for some reason was stuck in my head the other day. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was funny. The lyrics were just quite funny. I think if you take out the lyrics from old songs, there are they are can be quite strange. It is a good song to be fair. I like it. Who's it? It's called um, it's uh, yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, that's Buzz it. Buzz Aldrin. That was what he was going to say if he was first off the spacecraft. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't have been that one small step for man. Yeah. It would have been. I'm a maniac, a maniac. That did you, sure. did you did you know I'm that moonwalking uh, like I've never moonwalked before? Did you know that um, um, Neil Armstrong actually made a mistake when he got off the thing? You, and this is actually genuine. This isn't a joke. He was supposed to say one uh, one small step for a man, and he didn't. He said he missed out the ah. That's generally true. He was supposed to well, say. It sounds better without the ah. Um, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like, it would have sounded weird with a man. One small step for a man. One giant leap for another man. One small step for me, ma'am. It would have been better if they were from, like, Leeds. It's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. I would have liked if they were from where? Canada. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one small step for man, eh? Not the Bayern Munich player, obviously. Yeah. Even though that would be um, about sixty years late, one giant leap for Mo Salah. Yeah, oh, lovely leap on the uh, deck, the old Mo. So, Stu, you got anything to tell us? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's been a, a crazy couple of weeks since our Nottingham adventure. Yep, I got a haircut. You can see. Very nice. You didn't say anything about it on Saturday when we met up, though, did you? I did. Did you? Yeah. Are you sure? I did. I complimented you. It was one of the first things I said. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. Uh, I've started watching Ted Lasso. Yes, you have. You told me about that. Ah, mate. So good. So good. Uh, But recently, I've got back into riding bikes. Okay. Yeah. Not your mother. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Cut that bit out. (laughs) Now, if you remember, I spoke to you about this last week. Yep. Yeah. Remember in Knots, we were walking past that chain link fence? Yeah. Chain link fence, yeah. We had to break up that fight in the yeah. sports bar. Because of those two bellends for fighting. Yeah, they're good. Remember, they smashed all the glasses on the table and had to fork out for the damage. <laughs> oh, fuck. Then we saw that guy selling gear. Yeah. And he went to tell the police. Sadly, oh, it's... Uh, I fell off on my first ride, and I've just mugged it off now. Oh, shame. Shame because you've stabilised. <clears throat> you could have said that you fell off, um, you were in hospital, but you were in a stabilised condition. Yeah, I could have said that, yeah. 
Still, I've got one joke for you this week. Oh, makes a change. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Um, yeah. How does Michael Jackson pronounce his pronouns? He, he him. Oh, he him. <laughs> it's good, that, isn't it? I was pleased with that. Wrote that the other day. Not again. It's a good one, though, top isn't three. it? Top three. Yeah, top three. Top three. Each episode, me and Al are set a subject from either him or me about <laughs> uh, our top three things about that subject we will share on the show with you out there. And then we'll ask you lot to send your top three in. So, Al. If I was to say to you, for example, what are your top three pens? Oh, this is a um what would it be? Uh there's a big a big stylus, I think. I'm a fan of that. No, not a fan of a ballpoint. Prefer a uh you gotta go with a Sharpie too. Sharpie's a good pen. Yeah, you've got a pen with Chelsea on it, yeah. And um the uh the pen that puppies are kept in in a um in a pet shop. Okay, I would go for the famous London Mon- Monument, big pen. Yeah. Uh, the Duncan Ballantyne uh, show, dragon's pen. Yeah. And uh, the basketball movie, white pen can't jump. Brilliant. Could have also had um, the one one half of Penn and Teller. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Yeah. Um. And his brother, Michael Byro. Uh, <laughs> the United States state, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on. So, Stu, it was your choice for this episode's top three. And you chose... Penicillin. Yeah, good. Top three. Top three trainers. Trainers. By accident, weren't it, this one? Yeah, because it was like you just listed a load and this was the one that we decided was good enough. But it was I'm a good one, so I like this. I Maybe enjoyed Guinness fueled a bit, but I uh, I don't I stand by the decision. It was a good one. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed researching this one. I pretty much had my top three straight away, really. But then Research. I enjoyed looking at pictures of trainers that um of my top three. I enjoyed looking at pictures of them and thinking, oh, I want to buy some more of those actually. So do you want me to go first? I'll go first if you don't mind, I'll go for it. So um Number three, I've gone for the Adidas Samba in black and white. Oh, lovely stuff. I'll pair nearly that. It was nearly in mine. Um, um, but I, I I took it out for a different one. Well, if you pair this with a Harrington jacket, it's your essential Chelsea match day wear sorted for the weekend. Yeah, you. Beautiful train aisle. Beautiful. Beautiful. The German's got something right. Oh, finally, is that it? Is that all, <laughs> everything you got for that? That's not offensive. I'll make fun of the Catholic Church later. So. <laughs> well, Stu, my number three is a pair of trainers I don't own, and I've never owned them, but I really want them. Okay, that's now, my number one. Is it? Ah, oh, well, I've this is, um, is the Nike Blazer mid seventy-seven. I'm going to show you a picture of them. Oh, look at that! Nice, aren't they? Cracker. So. These are um, a pair of trainers that I saw a while ago. They're a little bit like a, I think, like a, a little bit like a Converse boot, sort of, in a weird way. I absolutely love them. these. And if you go on the Nike website, you can design your own pair of them, which is really cool. So you can put whatever colours you want in it. Absolutely amazing. It does cost more money. I think they're about, I think you can get them for about 80 quid in, in the shops. I think if you design your own pair, they're about 110 or something like that. 
So, I mean, you're getting your own unique pair. So, you know, a bit of a treat for yourself. I've wanted a pair of these for about two years, and for some reason I've not bought them. I don't know why. Birthday coming up in it, Al. The what, sorry? Your birthday coming up in it. Yeah, so I could get a pair for my birthday. Um, but they're a really nice pair of shoes. I used to wear Nikes a lot. I've not had a pair of Nikes for a long time. Um, but yeah, they, it was either those or a Nadidas shell toe. And I took the Adidas shell toe out and changed it for these because I really like them. And, and it's, a, it's a weird trainer that I love, like the, the look of them, where I could just look at pictures of them like and find different ones that I like the look of. So, they didn't yeah. If you so get them, I'll chuck a tenner in for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then, give us your number two. Uh, you remember them Van Simpsons high tops I've got? Oh, yeah. Yeah, them. Nice. Christmas gift from my sister one year. They look absolutely mint. That is mint. Not to wear in wet weather, though. I've never worn them in wet weather. I don't want to ruin them. No. Ideal for the summer. Yes. Especially if you're in Barbados. Oh, hey, we're going to Barbados. Well, Stu, I'm going to go with an Adidas. Um, now, it was at, it was going to be Samba, but I've gone for the Adidas Gazelle. Gazelle? Yeah, I've got a pair of blues in there. I've got a pair of gold. Well, they're sort of like a yellowy, goldy sort of colour. But they don't really go with anything, so they're very difficult to wear. But I love a pair of Gazelles, like a nice navy pair of Gazelles. You know what I really want? And they don't do them. I don't know why. A pair of white Gazelles, but in the suede that they come in. They don't do them. I think it's probably because they'd get dirty really easily and you would not be able to clean them whatsoever. White suede can't jump. Yeah. So a nice pair of Adidas Gazelles in navy blue is... I've had a pair before. I would love another pair. I might... I went past... I was walking around the other day and went past the Sports Direct and they had a pair, like, near the door. And I was like, oh, And they're cheap. They're not too expensive either, Gazelles. They're a good... They're not a bad price. Usually the 50 to 60 range, aren't they? Yeah. So it's either Gazelles or Sambas. They're both... I both like them both, but I think the Gazelles for me just win it. Beautiful. Yeah, you like a good Gazelle. I've yeah. had... I've had them in black and blue, I believe. Yeah, I've got yeah. As I say, I've got a pair in yellow, which um. Are they yeah, other... I don't pair of them Adidas Beckenbauer's. I've not seen them. I have to have a look. Ooh, Ooh tasty. Spicy. Uh, number one, then Al. I've gone for the LA Gear trainer with the flashing lights. <laughs> LA lights. Shoe ever made? They've just made a comeback. Actually, here's the uh, here's the advert uh, tape. For it. It's only for radio. And click. Hey, it's LA gear and I'm also feeling better. We make oh, a good yeah. look with a nicely knitted sweater. Wear us to a picnic, but go easy on the feta. We're LA gear and we hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I can't get that song out of my head. Did you say you've never owned a pair of LA gears before? No. Oh, I used to have a pair. Dirted, mate. I don't think they do them in like adult size, do they? No, I had them when I was. I think I had them when I was about fifteen. But I just think they stopped doing them. They're great. Why? Yeah, they were. That's so- why they stopped doing high tech trainers. <laughs> Nobody picked high tech trainers. I can't believe it. Absolutely I remember. Good. I remember having grey high tech trainers when I was in primary school, and then I had to go and get some. <laughs> um, you know, like every you know six months or whatever, you'd go and get a new pair of trainers. And you know what the next pair of trainers I bought, Stu? 
the exact same pair of high-tech greys. Like, just bought another pair of them. You used to be able to get them in, like, the really little, like, um, shoe shops that no one else would shop in. They'd do the high-techs, wouldn't they? Mm. Great pair of trainers. Oh, you got find them in Clarks. Yeah. <laughs> so, my number one, I'm going to just go for a classic Converse high top in white. I think they were beautiful. Like, when you first get white or any, like... Striped color down the side or anything? No, the the red, the red on the um the red, red on the, the white. Blue bit on the red and the blue, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. the one. Big yeah, classic. Uh, I love um I've at any one time I will always have a pair of white converse um in my arsenal. I'll always have a pair. Like if I if a pair gets so damaged or so dirty, I will then go and buy another pair. The thing is with Converse, I don't know if you noticed this, Converse look amazing when you first get them. And then when they start to become dirty, they're like, oh, I don't like these. But then when they're really dirty, that's when they're like quite cool again. Like they, they you like them again. Middle ground when they just start to get dirty, where they don't look quite right. So you've got you've got to go, you've got to go one or the other. But I love and I've got a pair of um leather white converse at the minute, like the low, the low ones. Yeah, I want some of them. But the problem is, is I'm converse less right now. Uh, the yeah, see, the problem with the leather ones in white is that when they get dirty, they look a bit weird. I don't like them as much. I'd rather have a pair. So what I want to do... I'd have them in black. I've got a pair. I've got two pairs of black um, Converse. Um, one that's completely black, their leather, and another pair of leather ones that have got the white toe stub at the front. But I do want... I've You know what, Stuart? I've never owned a pair of high-top white Converse trainers and... It's either them or the night blazers I'm going to get next. So the only converse I've had have been high tops. Uh, blue, green. Black. I, I, you know what? I've probably got about eight pairs of converse, and because they just you never you never not you you'll never not wear them. They're sort of those sort of trainers where you can just throw them on. You can wear them wherever you go. Like you know, I wore mine to death though. I think I know. I've I've got so many pairs that some of them. Because you could as well, also, Stu, you could go onto the Converse website and you can design your own. I've got four pairs of Converse that I designed myself on the Converse website. I want it to have a live GIF on it. <laughs> you could try. Imagine that, trainers with GIFs. Yeah. But, yeah, a pair of Converse. Uh, Stu, do you remember once when um, when me and you went out on a night out and we um, wore different coloured Converse? Do you remember? Yeah. A different one on the right and different one on the left. And I remember going out and then forgetting that we'd done that until I got home and took my shoes off and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing different coloured shoes. No one noticed. I, I was doubting whether to do it or not. I thought you were trying, trying to trick. So, like, I turned up with different colours and you just got normal. Yeah. I can't remember what colours I wore. I think it was probably, like, blue. I would have been blue and black. Yeah, something like that. What a, what a couple of idiots. <laughs> So there we go, we went, how, how was the Brighton Beach night at Leicester Uni? <laughs> Probably, yeah. So, Stu, that was our top three. So um, what have the social media rights said? Well, forget them for now, because uh, you got, ain't got any honourable mentions. Uh, oh, my Adidas Sheltos. Mm. I can add Shelto. The Nike Air Max from back in the day were a great one. Um, the Puma Pumps. I used to pump it and it used to call your foot down or stoop the puma disc do you remember the puma disc ah the titan with the disc yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> also, like I, th- I think as well, like a pair of vans, a nice pair of vans are always good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, for me, I don't know about you, Stu, but the, the sole's too thick on a van. And they went through a stage where you could buy vans with less thick soles, uh, but I, I can't find them anymore. So, well, they just they add that so they made sure they get to heaven. Ah, there we go. Have you got any honourable mentions? Yeah, the might fly ones from Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and also anything that had a Velcro strap. <laughs> yeah, remember the Dunlops, the Dun- Dunlop Green Flash. Yeah, they were really popular at one point. The high tech green and whites made a comeback. Uh, <laughs> I think they always make a comeback during Wimbledon. Yeah. Right then. Yeah, the socials. Yeah. Yep. First of all, we'll have trainer enthusiast Leo, and he's gone for the Van Skate I in black and white, yep. or the Nike Cortez black and white originals. Okay. Uh, the Air Jordan One Air Blue and Black from nineteen eighty five. And the Nike Air Jordan 5 Black Metallic. Okay, fair enough. His wife, Laura. Do a little hum, Alex, while I'm uh, looking. <laughs> oh, thanks, Lau. Uh, Hayes. Uh, no, sorry, yeah, Laura, wasn't it? Yeah. So, our all-time not Nike top three would be the yeah. Vans Half Cabs in dress blue. Yep. Converse high tops in white or black classics and the New Balance four tens in burgundy green. Oh yeah, just, that New Balance is a do some nice ones. Just the uh, just Nike. You've got the Nike Max nineties reverse duck camo, Air Force One low in mineral yellow, and the uh, Huarash royal blue green. Probably said that wrong. I don't know. And the Jordans, the Freeze and Patrick. You can't have nine trainers. It was th- okay, top the three. House is just, the house is just vinyls and trainers. I don't care. She just had three. Fives and grapes and ones, ones highs and pine green. Good. There we go. Ah, there's, there's some good picks there, mate. Yeah. Especially you like your Nikes. Uh, Hayes has gone for Vans High Tops, Nike SB and Nike Air Force One. Yep. Pepper the Dog has gone for Tiny Crocs. Converse and frog socks. Nice. It's regular Gav. It's regular Gav. It talks a load of old shite. <laughs> uh, Gav's night is kind of windsor this week, by the way. All right. Uh, he's done for Reebok pumps, LA gear regulators. LA gear, LA gear. <laughs> and A6 gels because he's given up on life. Oh, yes. I always thought Mrs. Ask just did. Um, I thought they were just running trainers. I, I find it. I don't like seeing people in a pair of Asics walking around. They always look really um, weird. Like you said, he's gave up. So yeah, fair enough. Wonder he feels comfortable in. Uh, Mrs. Regular Gav, has she got a theme tune yet? No, we don't need one. We're not doing one for everyone. Mrs. Regular Gav did Super GAs, Sketches PVC, which was worn to raves, and also the Asics gels. Oh, and who else we got? Oh, the final one, Al. That's the new dance move to Frank's theme. It's good. Shame no one else can see him. 
we'll have to film it for the uh, Twitter page. There you go. Next time we're together, though, not over Zoom. No. Don't, don't like it. Uh, Frank has gone for the 90-0 All Converse in black. Yep. The 90-0 All Converse in red. And their black Nordstrom running sneakers, as he calls them. Oh. They don't call them trainers over there. Sneakers for... They call them sneakers. Which I thought was just a 1995 film with Robert Redford about computer hackers. I thought he was uh, pronouncing the name for the chocolate bar wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was referring to women's underwear, also pronounced wrong. Oddly, Stu, that um, if he had pronounced sneakers rather than snickers... It would have gone well for its old name, Marathon. Because you could have brought worn sneakers in a marathon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, for, for, uh, Opal Fruits. They were, they were Starburst before. Yeah. So, Stu, on the next episode, um, I thought of this one absolutely ages ago, and I've forgotten to mention it so many times. So I think this is going to be quite a good one, Stu. On the next episode, I would like your top three movies that need a sequel. Ooh. Okay, but you can't. There's a rule to this because you Terminator. can't you can't have a film that already has sequels. So, like, for oh. example, I would really like to see another Jurassic World film because I don't think Jurassic World Dominion was good enough. It, well, it was crap. They so you should can't have, have that. You can't have an you can't add another film onto a, a franchise. It has to be a standalone film that needs a sequel. So for example, your E.T. That's a standalone film. Yeah, Titanic. Oh no, there was a Titanic too, wasn't there? Like, a... yeah, just time is unthinkable. Yeah, uh, you can't have your George. You can't have your Back to the Futures. You can't have your Harry Potters, but you can have your Armageddon, your Deep Impact. <laughs> That's two films that are. Can about... I have Godfather Two A? No. So it has to be a standalone film that you think needs a sequel, or you like. Conair, you could have a Conair too. (laughs) So if you could send that in to us, we are stillanalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter, we are at stillanalpod. So that is your top three movies that need a sequel. That's a good one. It is, isn't it? I like that. So that was 90s. No, that was top three. And now it's time for 90s Corner. (laughs) 90s Corner. 90s Corner. Now, sadly, this will be the last 90s corner. Each episode, we have been going through through the 90s and we have been discussing our favourite film, TV show and pop culture moment. But we are now on 1999 and this is our top pop culture moment of 1999. So, Stu, before we go on, how about the poll results from the top three uh, singles from the year... 1999, baby. Go for it. What about when we're, um, when we get to 2090, which is only 70 years away? Yeah. And, um, well, then we'll, then we'll bring back 90s corner. Yeah, but we'll do it as a, a end of year thing. Every a little five minute show because we'll be, you know, old and flaccid by then. Yeah. And, um, we'll just say, what did you like about this year, Al? Shite. You. And then end the show. Yeah, there you go. So, we'll go on, on. What, were the, what were the poll results? 
50 votes we've had. 50. 50. In last place, with 12%, was re-rewind. Selector. Obviously, not many people selected that one, Stu. No. That, that was my third favourite of the four. Oh. Tender was my fourth place. Was it? Actually, we rewind my second favourite. I like that better than Baby One More Time. So what was in third? Baby One More Time? No, Wild Wild West. Oh, take that I can't one. believe it. That I, one is I honestly thought that would win. Especially with the new verse that we released last last episode. <laughs> Not when he slapped uh, Chris, um, Chris Rock. He was never going to win after that. No, but we did uh, I'm Will Smith and I'm also feeling better. I thought that would have... Um... True. Uh, in second place was Tender, 32%. I'm happy with that. And this week's winner, with 38% of the vote, was close. Baby, one more time by Britney Spears. Get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a tangent one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nickel Kenny, Nickel Kenny. <laughs> so thank you for voting on that. So, Stu. Hang on. Time. We ain't leaving that there. Oh, <laughs> no, we've done it before. No. More. <laughs> Hey, Brittany, I'm just out on, on a date. Do you think I look all right? I think you look pretty, 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 pretty. <laughs> hey, Forrest, did you used to sit next to on the school bus? It was Jenny. It was Jenny. Hey, um, Brittany, you know when you go to watch, um, you know when you go to watch Leicester play football, what do you chant in the crowd? Oh, I chant, Seddy, 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 Seddy. <laughs> Brittany, what's your um, favourite Ben Stiller film? What a many, what a many. <laughs> right, let's move on. <laughs> so, Stu, do a whole show of that. <laughs> you went first on the top three, so I'm going to go first on my favourite moment from the year 1999. And, Stu, someone put it on Twitter. I thought it was hilarious. And I went back and I couldn't find anything else. So, it is the fear of the millennium bug. It was a great time. That was uh, Mrs. Regular Gap that said that. Yeah. Also, Stu, um, it, I like the joke which was told on um, the, that Peter Kay thing, the TV show, where someone was ill and it was based in, I think, was it 1999? I think it was made. And it, someone was like saying that someone was ill and he went, oh, maybe you've got that millennium bug that's going round. <laughs> I always find that funny. I still say that now, even though it's 2023. <laughs> I find it a great joke. Get in jiggy, get in jiggy. Go on, Stu, what's yours? Uh, the debut. Also, oh, sorry. In case yeah. you don't know, the Millennium Bug, um, the fear of the Millennium Bug was that at the stroke of midnight on 19, in 1999, well, 31st December 1999, that the clocks would reset and planes would fall out of the sky, missiles would be launched and the world would end. It was planes falling out of the sky. That's what people were saying. That There was a gem, genuine fear about that. So you can read about it. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. I know it existed. Absolutely ridiculous. I picked SpongeBob. What did that start? SpongeBob. Yeah, it's 1999. Oh, fair God, that's a long time ago, isn't it? Debut. Tell you what, Ocean's Eleven was released in 2001. That is. 22 years ago. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> did it money, did it money. So you're going with that, are you? <laughs> yeah. Go on, what the social media said. Well... We'll start with Mrs. Regular Gav. She's gone with the Y2K hysteria. Yep. Keza G. Keza, 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 Keza. Uh, first airing of The Sopranos. Yeah, okay. 
has the I wish I picked that now. Yeah. Uh Wolfie has picked Man United winning the Champions League. True. Yeah. Uh Keith Campbell, the release of the Phantom Menace. Um uh, regular well, that'd, that'd be film. Surely that'd be film. Uh, Can't allow that. Sorry, Keith. Alex, you'll fucking throw a can of iron brew at your head. Come on, because we're on a timer here. Uh, regular Gav's Woodstock 1999. However, he's also um, told us two stories of his 1999. Have we got time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hurry up then. Right. One of them is the time him and Brendan, or Brendeltran, overdosed on caffeine and ended up confused in Leicester City Centre, shaking and unable to understand what each other was saying. Okay. Ooh, okay. I had a bit of caffeine and I was scared. Oh, I had Nescafe. <laughs> Oh, I had my first coffee. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, else we got? Real one. This is my favourite. Another great moment was Brendo Tron's girlfriend at the time, who Gav hated. Yeah. Uh, she hit him so hard with his lightsaber at the opening night of Phantom Menace that it broke. And then Brendan decided that was the final straw and broke up with her the next day. Oh, fair enough. He was probably still angry from how shit the Phantom Menace was. Jaja Benny, Jaja Benny. <laughs> Go on, what else we got? That's it. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, mine... it's the moment one, isn't it? The moment never does well. Oh, yeah. So it's mine... that one in the 80s. It's mine and yours. And um, what else should we go with? Uh, what was Kez's? Sort of good. Airing as the Pranos. Yeah. And we'll go with the Man United um, last minute thingy. No. Yes, we are going with that one. Woodstock 99. No, Woodstock 99 was shit. There was that documentary about it. It was horrible. I know. No, no we'll go with those two. Not the Y2... Oh, yours is the Y2K. Yeah. Okay, fine. So, Stu, we'll put those up on Twitter. And now we need a new feature. So, I was going to sing Busted, but then I realised it's year 3000, not 2000. <laughs> so, in the next episode, we're going to be heading to the naughty corner for the noughties. Hey, I thought we were doing the eighties. No, we're doing the noughties. We've gone through these loads of times. Huh? We went through the noughties. The noughties were shite. So we're going to go through the noughties corner, but we're going to leave out pop culture moment because we don't like that bit as much. It never gets as much traction. Um, so on the next episode, we would like your favourite film from the year two thousand, and then the time after that, it will be favourite single, and then we'll go back to film and single, film and single until we catch up to where we are now. Oh, look, this looks like I've not got a neck. Oh, yeah. Right, so on the next episode, could you send us, please, your favourite film from the year 2000? Said I went to the year 2000. Not much to change because it wasn't very funny. next year. (laughs) (laughs) So you can send us that on Instagram and Twitter, at StuandAlpod, or email us, StuandAlpod at gmail.com. Still to come. Owl goes to London. London! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> another trip to the back of the nails. It's Pulp Fiction versus Predator. Uh, more on Predator in the news in a minute as well. Oh, Pretty brilliant. good joke, that. In tits up. Uh, we get our travels on for in the news. Kind of. Mike Reed's got more tips. But for now, here's Al with an ad. For support comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ad. 
This week on Channel 5, the Y2K emergency was something that a lot of people took very seriously. And this week, we've uncovered secret Y2K emergency broadcast that was going to be played across all TV and satellite signals. That's right. It's the secret Y2K emergency broadcast by an old northern man. Sorry, everyone. Oh. Uh, don't worry, but there's been a leak cock up with computers and technology. Planes have been falling out at sky, and nuclear missiles have been launched. But this is a good thing, for we can go back to simple life. There'll be a bringing by sale at your local library, as long as it's not on fire, where you can bring different torn rags and bits of silt to swap with up people. <laughs> also, did you know that rats have a very nutritious quality uh, when they mix with gravy and peas? Each town will have fun events to, to up morale. A knobbly knee contest will be held for those with knees still attached at body. <laughs> Don't panic. The darts final down the nag's head will still be going ahead this Sunday. That secret Y2K emergency broadcast by an old northern man this Friday on Channel 5. And now it's time for the news. Not once we miss that. <laughs> In the news, each week, Stu goes through uh, some news stories that he's uh, come up with himself, gives some funny headlines, um, and also has a bit of Dr. Doris. The weather travels with Arnie, and it's a bit about Predator this week, I assume. <laughs> yeah, you know when we get to Predator, still, I've got some points I want to bring up about Predator. It's a great film. I've got some points I want to bring up about. I watched it, it on um, when did I watch it? Friday night. Yeah, we watched and it on Friday night because we messaged each other and said we were watching it. Yeah, and I watched uh, Pulp Fiction on Saturday morning. Yeah, right. Here are your headlines. Cheers out. Uh, Alex Turner is the first celebrity to sign up for next year's Strictly Come Dancing. Well, I bet he looks good on the dance floor. Oh, very good, very good. A bush! <laughs> A bush! Carly Rae Jepsen has been lined up by Todd Bowley to be the next Chelsea manager. But she's asking for people to become her assistant. Oh, Carly's a massive Chelsea fan. I'll do it. For me, maybe. Oh, lovely. Well done. And a member of McFly was in trouble this weekend after making his debut as a hairdresser for charity. Dougie Pointer is apparently being sued by a client for leaving five colours in her hair. <laughs> Very good. But first. That's a deep dive. That was an old song. A bosh? A bosh. A bosh. But first, George III, Charles I. William of Orange, all former kings of England, and they all wore extravagant wigs. But it now seems King Charles has uh, cottoned onto this and is trying to bring the wigs on kings phase back into fashion. Charles, along with his brother Edward and son William, are known for their lack of hair. It's probably fair to say that they've got less hairs than Rooney has on his arse. <laughs> fair enough. Fair comment? <laughs> yeah, fair comment. 
Well, they're all keen on this idea, and now with Charles in charge, if you pardon the pun, yeah, we could see a great British tradition make a sensational comeback. Ooh, ooh, lovely stuff. Charles banging around with a Brian May hairdo. <laughs> That'll be fun. They say money can't buy you happiness. Try telling that to Bryn Backland Bigelow, who has just purchased every WWF WWE pay per view from its inception to just last week's Elimination Chamber. All fine Blu rays as well, I might add. Oh, nice. Well done. Bryn, known for his collection, who changed his middle name and surname to his two favourite wrestlers, Bob Backland and Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Has spent £95,000 on the collection so far and is uh, said to be over the moon uh, about this um, being in now the record books. He's not yet counted out yeah. continuing his uh, collection into the future. Bryn has slammed criticism uh, he has found online and is saying he doesn't care what the haters are saying. And that's the bottom line on that. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen has just uh, renovated his new home with pieces from all around the globe. Oh, Laurie said, Well, I've just had these new faucets delivered from Belgium. So, yes, in my kitchen and bathroom now, I have Brussels spouts. <laughs> Very good. Oh, I bought these furry coasters from the Netherlands. Just read it's made from real Amster. Damn. <laughs> my friend has just sent me a whole bedroom set from Ikea. I only had to pay the postage as he gets to take stock home free every night. <laughs> and I've just got these lovely curtains from the Philippines. But they seem to be infected as it's left this man iller than a motherfucker. <laughs> Lawrence out. Oh, Lawrence here, and I'm also feeling better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Used to do changing rooms and never wore a sweater. Actually, I don't want to do that. But Tommy D, I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> Very good. Good thing for third line. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. Speaking of capital cities, if I was to visit one capital city, it would have to be Seoul. Yeah. And if I decided on another one, well, then that would be Dublin. Yeah. If I did a third, it would be Tripoli. Very good. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle has been verbally attacked this week at a service station in Kent. An old couple could be heard shouting at him, If you claim that you can talk to animals, how about you tell these pigeons to stop shitting on my car? <laughs> Dr. D is reported to have uh, panicked and ran away. We reached out for comment on this attack, but he simply replied, Moo. <laughs> right, a bit yeah. of sport, Al, a bit of sport. Yes, please. We're risking uh, offending people with this one. Uh, sport, Al, a basketball team has just been formed in Area 51. And for their first game, they're playing against a team from the Vatican. It's being billed as Aliens versus Predators. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I like that one. 
Speaking of basketball, if you laid out a blue whale on a basketball court, you'd have to call the game off. <laughs> Very good. Health with Dr. Doris. <laughs> Aliens versus Predators. Fucking hell, that's, that's on my highlight reel, that is. Health with Dr. Doris. Uh, I had a weird patient in this week, lads. He came in and said, I'm terrified of dying alone, so that's why I'm getting my pilot's license. <laughs> oh, very good. And sadly, a bit of really sad news this week, but the um, the parrot we keep in reception died yesterday. Oh. His last, his last words were, oh, fuck, I think the parrot's dying. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Um, in business, Vanilla Ice has started a new business teaching Microsoft Office to people's parents. That's Excel for your father and Word to your mother. <laughs> did it, did it, did it. <laughs> <laughs> the weather is stinky. <laughs> Thank you. Well done, Stu. Excellent. Well, that was in the news, and now it's time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. In each episode, Stu and I are going through the alphabet, giving each other a film to watch, and then we answer te- five questions on it. We are on the letter Q. The score is currently 10P. Sorry, you got the wrong way around. It looks like a Q. Um, the score is currently 10-2 to myself. Um, Stu, on this episode, I gave you the film Predator, and you Thank gave me the film Pulp Fiction. Two great films. I've really enjoyed watching this week. Stu, quite often if I pick a film for you, I'll skip through bits and find questions along the way. But I watched Predator and I absolutely Yeah, same. It. I watched um, all of Pulp Fiction. Have you got a uh, tagline for it, Stu? For Predator or Pulp Fiction? Predator. Yeah. Uh, Predator, stick around, Mac, you son of a bitch. Mine, Stu, for um, Pulp Fiction is a mixture of interwined stories culminating in a watch up Christopher Walken's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that story in it is so unnecessary. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Do you know what, right? Predator, great film, but I have one gripe with it. Oh, go on then. Now, when the four of them are running away to save the man that's got hit by the log, the yeah. Billy stays behind, chucks away his gun, and then just gets out a knife. Draws then, blood on him to like sense the out, and then about thirty yeah. seconds later, you hear him screaming. I know, like I, you know what? I've not watched Predator for years, and when he did that, I thought, "Do we get to see him fight the Predator?" And you don't. That would have been such a good fight. Well, it didn't sound like it, it was over. Well, it didn't second. sound like it. I just but... don't get why he chucked his gun away. I think he knew that gun wasn't going to do anything. I think he just he wanted to fight him, didn't he? Not because if it bleeds, we can kill it. And it did bleed when, he, when they shot it earlier. I've got a couple of things about Predator. Now, I absolutely, I absolutely love this film. How good does Arnie look? Like, he just looks amazing. And that handshake, when they, when they him and Carl Weathers shake each other's hand, it's the manliest thing. Yeah. Even a pause to look at and the it, Yeah, like, it just, <laughs> like, zooms in on their muscles. I bet Carl Weathers like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, but Arnie looks amazing, doesn't he? He's like he looks uh, incredible in that film. Oh, also, 1987. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it would have been. 
what I think do as well. Um, there's a bit where they are, you know, they're, they're, they're going to, it's where they go to the camp and they're going to try and free the hostages. And um, now I, I don't know much about the military or about these kind of military exercises where they go out, go in and do this, but it starts and they're going in very quietly, you know, and they're like, killing people one by one and then all of a sudden they just go mental and stop blowing everything up now my one problem Stu, is they see that hostage killed right they see one hostage killed and then they know there's another hostage inside somewhere so they just start blowing up all the buildings it's like well there's a hostage somewhere you don't know where he is but why not just blow and then then when they've blown everything up at the end they go oh that hostage is dead and it's like, yeah, it's probably you that did it, you twats. It's so funny. Well, we'll never know. That's speculation. I, I think, to be fair, Stu, they killed that hostage. <laughs> like he was probably he was probably fine, and they've just blown him up. Like they go in so crazy. It's and that just was right for the predator because he turns out to be the hostage's dad. Oh yeah. Why wiped out the whole team? That's a shame, isn't it? Right. Well, Stu, do you want your questions first? Oh, you're lying. Right. So, Stu, Predator. Question one. What colour is Arnie's Ralph Lauren polo that he's wearing at the start of the film? Red. Yeah, looks good on red, doesn't it? It does. It looks good in red, yeah. Uh, so that's... Oh, sorry, let me, I'm not ticked it. So going on. Um, I wonder what size that shirt was. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it was extra small. That's why it's so tight on him. Uh, question two, Stu. Uh, what make is the radio in the chopper at the start? Yeah, it focuses on this radio for a really long time. That's why I thought this would be a good question. Sony. It's Sanyo. Ah. Um, question three. Now, Stu, just before I go on, I could have written 100 questions that would have been brilliant for this feature. There's, it, there's so many bits in it you can find questions for. Question three, and this is my favourite question. What will chewing tobacco make you? Uh, like a stud that Jesse Ventura is. Oh, it's a motherfucking sexual tyrannosaur. Yeah, that's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> that's such a good line. Um, this one's an easy one for you. So question four, what does Dutch say when impaling a man to a tree? Stick around. Yeah. <laughs> that's a um, and question five, what hasn't Blaine got time for? Oh, I really thought you'd get this. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, fuck yeah. I really <laughs> thought you'd get it. That's why I put that if one down. Called I thought, him Blaine, if you called him Mac, I would have got it. I know, but I, could, like, I couldn't think of what his name was. So I had to go on IMDb and find it. Mac, it Mac. It's a shame when he gets killed. I know, I was he's that like one of the first ones killed, isn't he? I think if he's you the see first it one. from his point of view. No, no, he's later on. So he goes into the woods with Carl Webbers and he, oh. he's, I've got, I've got a thing in he. I want, I've got vengeance for them, and he's. No, that's uh, not Mac. Blaine's the one with the moustache. Blaine's the guy with the moustache with the chewing tobacco. It's because he's the one that says. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he says it, isn't he? I ain't got yeah. Time. Ain't I got thought time Max to ain't got time to bleed. No. Ah. <clears throat> yeah, Mac, I felt bad for Mac because you see the point of view from him of getting yeah. shot in the face. So, Stu, you got two out of five. I thought, you'd get, I thought you'd get three at least. 
Yeah, I know. I remember the Tyrannosaur line. Oh, <laughs> motherfucking sexual that. Tyrannosaur. <laughs> well, I might be able to do the tie break, you never know. All right, you've got Paul Pixon then. Question one. What is the drink Jules is drinking after eating some of Brett's big kahuna burger? Sprite. Yep. The name of the woman Winston Wolf takes to breakfast after getting rid of Marvin's body? Um. Oh, God. This is all going to be hers one day. I can't remember her name. Tanya? Ra- Raquel. Oh, Raquel. Where does Butch leave his father's watch? Uh, it's on a uh, kangaroo. Yep, bedside table and a little kangaroo. So, what is the name of the motorcycle that Butch steals? Doesn't call it. It's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper, isn't it? But I don't think that's the answer you're looking for, is it? Chopper. Um, okay. oh, I can't remember. Grace. Ah, oh, yeah. What is the name of Mia Wallace's character in Fox Force Five, her TV pilot? Oh shit. Um, oh god, because she tells a joke, doesn't she? Like, that's a uh, character's like, I can't remember, I'm not gonna get it. It's Raven McCoy. Oh, yeah, Raven McCoy. So that's two as well, was it? Yep, okay. Um, tie break, tie What does the sign say when Arnie first gets off the helicopter at the start? It's a sign behind him. What does it say? I'll give you a clue. It's two words. No dying. It's emergency exit. Oh. Uh, you're you're one now. Which lookalike is holding the trophy in Jack Rabbit Slims before the dance contest? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> so that's now eleven two. Bloody hell! Is it still mathematical possible that I can win? I think so. I didn't realize that. What's the score? It's 11-2. So if I win win all of them, I take it. It's all 11. (laughs) I didn't realize that um, Steve Buscemi was in Pulp Fiction, but he's the waiter, isn't he? Yeah. I won the last quiz, though, didn't I? Yeah. Mastermind after a magnificent comeback. So, Stu, we're moving on to the letter Q, and I've got for you, which is on Netflix, The Quick and the Dead. Oh, fucking yes. Come on. I thought you'd like that. There was another Love film. That, there was another film I was going to pick, which if you don't give it to me, I'll tell you what it was, but I thought you'd really like this. I gave you A Quiet Place on Prime. Oh, my God, yes. I fucking love it. That was the one I was going to pick for you. I love A Quiet Place. It's a classic. One of my favourite horror films. Quiet place. I get to watch it as well. So. Yeah. Have you not seen it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, loads of times. Yeah. I've not, seen, oh, I've not seen Quick in the Dead before. Ever? No, I've never seen it. That's why I oh, picked it. I thought, Mate, honestly, it's I thought, I'm not, I'm just, thought, I know you like it. So I thought, Robert Rodriguez. So on the next episode, Stu will be watching Quick in the Dead and I will be watching Quiet Place, both on Netflix. Yours is on Prime. Mine's on Prime. Um, so if you'd like to um, play along at home, you can do. Um, too grateful. I think that's the thing now. We're picking good films for each other. And like when we were doing shit films, it was a bit like, oh, I don't want to watch this. But Yeah, what it... was that shit when you gave me with Paris Hilton? Was it Paris Hilton? Oh, the hottie and the naughty. Oh. <laughs> the thing that's is... How many times have I watched that since? Seven. None. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think it's one of those though where now we realize that we've actually got to watch those films as well. So you kind of pick a film. Mm. Like I, I really this 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 week was one of the first weeks I've really sat down and watched like two films that I've really enjoyed, like Predator mm. and, and Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like the, the one before was it um Oprah the Wire Art Thou? I was I was strapped for time, so I kind of only watched a bit of it, but I really enjoyed it, and I've seen it before, and I am going to go back and watch it again properly soon. Better than the hot in the night, isn't it? Yeah. So that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up, and now it's time for Tails Down a Bag of Nails. Rabbit, 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 In each episode, me and Al take it in turns to go to everyone's favourite city, London. And every time we go there, we go to Britain's favourite pub, the Bag O' Nails. The Bag O' Nails? Yeah. How you went this week? Yep. Who did you see or what did you ruin? Oh, Stu, I tell you what, um, we we're talking about film sequels and stuff like that. Well, I, did, I don't know if you know, but they're filming a Jurassic Park, uh, well, a Jurassic World 4. And, I don't mind if you this. Go ahead. <laughs> and they were filming a scene... Um, in the bag of nails, like one of the scenes, which I thought was a bit odd, but I, I listened in. So here's a cassette. Um, just before you play it, though, Stu, um, obviously the sound quality is not very good for my phone. So the actors, it's Jeff Goldblum and um, and Do- um, Dr. Grant, who is, what's his name? Sam Neill. Sam Neill. So they sound a bit odd. They don't sound quite right, but it's just because of the sound quality that we've got. So I do apologise. I think Sam Neill's last... Irish or Australian? Well, not in a, not in Jurassic Park, he wasn't. No, he was American in that. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah, can't wait to hear these impressions. Go for it. Click. So, this, so I'm just on the set of uh, Jurassic World 4. Really excited about this. Um, well, the set, I'm in Bag of Nails. Um, now, there is a voiceover, which I forgot to say to Stu. There's a voiceover at the start. <laughs> We've had to learn to live side by side with dinosaurs for five years now. Some more than others. Okay, this is um this <laughs> This is Jeff Goldblum. Did you know his character is called Ian in Jurassic Park? No. <laughs> yeah. Ian Malcolm. Dr. Grant, it's so <laughs> Shh, I'm filming. Dr. Grant, it's so good to see you. This is Dr. Grant. Listen, Ian, there's only one reason I'm here. Are you having sex with the dinosaurs? You know it, buddy. High five? God, no! How many? Just a couple of raptors at a party and the T-Rex after we hooked up on Tinder. My God, Ian. Why? I'm a very sexual man, Alan. You gotta try it. How? I've just got a I've got a hot date with a triceratops tonight, and she's got a friend, a spinosaurus. No, Ian! She also has a diplodocus friend. Now you're talking my language. I'll make a call, and you get the Johnnies in. <laughs> High five! And that's where the scene sort of ends. <laughs> Try that, Stu. That's your worst bag of nails, yeah. <laughs> Why? Get the Johnnies in. 
Oh, my God. Fucking hell. So, we'll look forward to Jurassic World 4 when that premieres next year in uh, cinemas. On Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was Down Bag and Ale. Stu will be going down there in the next episode, see who he meets. I don't think I want to go down there anymore. <laughs> but now it's time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. Each episode, Stu finds a cassette tape with a couple of tips from good old Marky Reed. Stu, you got a yep. cassette? Right here. Thank you. And click. Hey, Drew, that's Mike Reed here with a couple of more tips to get you through life. Are you a football steward? Good. Attach wing mirrors to your shoulders so you can watch the game and keep an eye out for any potential hooligans. <laughs> that's a good that's a really good one actually board waiting for storms no problem wait until it's dark and then keep turning your lights on and off dead quick <laughs> and make yeah, like yeah. banging noises as well I suppose <laughs> see you <laughs> bye Mike thanks Mike so that's uh, that's the end of episode 62 but let's get the admin out of the way before Stu tells anything else. He's got his finger pointing at me. Okay. But uh, on the next episode, we would like your favourite film from the year 2000 for our new Naughty Corner. Oh. Oh, hello. Uh, We would also like your top three films, solo films, that deserve or need a sequel. So you can get in contact with us. We are stewandowpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter. We are at stewandowpod. Stu, have you got anything before the end? Yeah, a bit of Reader's Corner out. We've had a letter in from um, a lady in Wales. Mm-hmm. Mm. She says, Dear Stuart Al, long-time listener, first-time writer. I once did a fart that sounded like the buzzer on Blockbusters. What has been your funniest bottom burp? What did it sound like and did anyone hear it? Also, Lulu is playing here at the Palladium in June. Do you two want tickets? Well, as always, Stu, I'll answer the second question for the first. Yes, please. And same for me, please, Agnes. That's Agnes Drill in Landudno, by the way. Yeah, we only want standing tickets, though. I am not sitting down during that concert. No way. Oh, Jose. No, you cannot keep me down for that concert. Um, <laughs> Stu, um, generally, my, fa- my one of my funniest bottom burps uh, was when I farted myself awake. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Uh, I did one that sounded like the buzzer on University Challenge, and then immediately after I said, Randall Plymouth. <laughs> but Lovely. no one was around to hear that so. don't you think it'd be better if there was a TV game show where you had to fart that was your buzzer <laughs> yeah. oh shit <laughs> I've done it again oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> sorry Paxman <laughs> what's your mascot this week uh, it's an 8 pack of Andrex Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> and I've they're all sponsored by like adult nappies. <laughs> well, Stu, before we go, I've got a little quiz for you. I've decided now Ooh. that at the end of each episode, I'm going to give you a quiz. I so, do have a quiz. This is called the IMDb Quotes Game. Oh, good. So, what I've got to do, Stu, is if you go onto IMDb, obviously it's got trivia and it's got quotes and stuff. Mm. So, what I've done is I've Did picked you know a quote. Um, IMDb for five films, and I want you to tell me what that film is from just, just the, the film, film. Yeah, yeah. So the first one is an easy one to do. Clever Girl, Jurassic Park. 
Jurassic Park. Stu, can you do it how it would have actually been done in the film? In the film. Clever girl. Yeah. Lovely. Second one, Stu. I'm scared, Poncho. Lone Poncho. I'm scared, Poncho. The difficult one. This is Predator. Who's Poncho? I don't know, but this is one of the quotes. So, Um, question three. Um, That's some bad hat, Harry. Dirty Harry. From Jaws. These were generally within the top two or three quotes that are on IMDb. (laughs) Um, Next one. The 12 gauge auto loader. Terminator 2. Oh, it's Terminator. Ah, And the last one, be good. Uncle Book. No, it's E.T. Oh, be good. There's this thing, and he's trying to phone someone or something. <laughs> He dresses like a doll and he gets pissed out. <laughs> he, he likes Reese's Pieces or Summit. <laughs> so that was episode 62. We'll be back with episode 63 in a couple of weeks. Many thanks for listening. Still, have you got anything to say before we go? Uh, cauliflower always tastes better when it's got cheese on it. Yes. Well, with that in mind, goodbye. Bye.